one of the things I'd like to do now, we have no specific other announcements, but I would love to have Cody come up. Uh, he has got some exciting news uh, for the kingdom, uh, some slightly sad news for us, some definitely sad news for us, but I don't want to steal his thunder like I just did. Well, so. you definitely just stole my thunder. Thank you, Steve. Um, yeah, well, he, he, he just stole my thunder, so I'll say what that news is. Um, so I have chosen to go into business for myself and, and step out of pastoral ministry. Um, this is something that I have been thinking about and praying about for a long time. Um, and uh, it was really a few months ago um, that we really started to talk seriously about what that looks like at evaluation from other people, look at different opportunities and, and things like that. And um, just decided that now is the time to kind of jump into this. This is something um, that really is, is trying to jump into something that I've been wanting to do and, and be a part of my life for a long time. I, uh, it, what I'm going to be doing is helping uh, companies and businesses with writing uh, storytelling and helping them uh, figure out how to connect what they do with people that need to hear it. Um, when I was a, a kid, I remember I, I wrote a story in my freshman year of high school that ultimately won a writing contest about when I was in kindergarten hitting a first grader with my backpack because he was picking on one of my friends. And uh, it was from there that I was encouraged. It was a funny story, uh, clearly. Um, and, um, and it was really from then on, there was just something about writing and uh, storytelling and, and just the love of the power of story uh, that, that really uh, has always been a constant in my life. E even here as a pastor for the last five years, um, seeing the power of the gospel narrative, the truest and best story that has ever been written, um, and how it affects our lives, how we grow in it, how we are formed more deeply in it. Um, to get the opportunity to go and do that, um, along with doing um, some of the business things, I, I'm pursuing writing uh, fiction and, and songwriting and, and being able to ramp that up as well. So I'm excited about it, but I'm also incredibly sad because this has been my home and this has been my family um, for the last five and a half years. Um, you know, I, I'm obviously incredibly thankful. Uh, I, I, I can't tell you guys that enough, how thankful I am for you guys, how um, loved I have been by you guys, uh, and and how much I love you guys in the midst of all of this. Um, you know, I, I think probably the thing that, that has struck me the most, and it's the thing that we say over and over again, that we are a gospel-centered and outward-focused church that believes that all of life is all for Jesus. I, I can't tell you how meaningful it is to be a part of a community that doesn't just say that, but actually lives that. To have been able to witness what a gospel-centered um, and outward-focused church looks like, to see what gospel-centeredness looks like, not just in preaching, not just in leadership, but but actually lived out amongst you guys, that the way you guys relate to one another, the way you guys interact in small groups and ministries and, and in your businesses and things like that, um, it's incredible to see that played out. It's incredible to see a heart uh, of a congregation that has turned outwards and all the things that within the community that uh, this church is doing. Um, and just this idea of all of life is all for Jesus. And I think that that's really what probably the biggest theological reality that has grown in me over time to, that even helped as I was processing my own um, 
kind of path and, and, and steps forward into this new venture is that there's not really the kind of divide of sacred and secular that we oftentimes think, that, that it's not just being, doing the Lord's work as being a vocational pastor or a vocational ministry, but that we're all called to do the Lord's work, that there is something sacred in every aspect of what we do. There's something sacred in all of the vocations that we do. And so me stepping into this is not me stop being pastoral and not stop being loving and teaching and, and all those things, but it's just doing that that sacred work in a different way. And I'm excited about that. And I'm honestly really thankful for the discipleship that's happened um, through this church in my life in that area. Um, I'm, I can't tell you guys enough how fortunate you are to have Frank as a pastor. I think that's probably one of the biggest things that I've learned over the last five years. You know, he's an incredible teacher. Um, he's an incredible pastor. But he's an incredible shepherd. He is somebody who actually steps into your lives and walks with you through things. That he is there in the muck and the mud and all of that stuff. And having somebody like that leading this church is an incredible gift. It is a rare thing to be able to see somebody so devoted to shepherding. Um, and I'm so thankful for learning from him in that and getting to witness what that has been in y'all's lives. Um, I wanted to... Uh, share a little bit about just my heart for you guys as we transition into this. You know, we've read, I've read this before as a blessing. We studied this before when we preached it. But I, I want to read it to you now in the context of, of this as my heart as a pastor for you guys as, as I transition out. Uh, it's in Ephesians 3, verse 14. It says, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. You know, I, I really think that this is, this is the quintessential prayer that I think any pastor would have for the people that he's gotten to serve alongside, is that the Spirit would just grow in you, that the Spirit that is filling you now would continue to fill you, that Christ would be make more known in you, that it would be more complete in you, that um, the love that you have for each other would just be a window into the love that Christ has for you. Because I, I have been able to witness what Paul would describe as abundantly more than ever we could ever ask or think while being here. And I can't wait to see what abundantly more looks like in the future with you guys. And so um, I'm excited for you all um, and uh, I will be praying for you guys as well. So how can we pray for you? Yeah, um, obviously making a change, even if it's one that is chosen, is hard. Um, and uh, stepping into that uh, a different area of vocation and stuff like that is always challenging. So you can pray for me in that. You can pray for my family in that. Um, and then the other thing would be, you know, I, one of the things that I think has made Frank such an incredible pastor um, is the amount of years he's been able to spend being a church member. Um, and I think one of the unique opportunities that we're going to have during this season is um, for me to be able to be a church member. 
Um, and uh, that's something, as an adult, I've not been able to do, and my family has not been able to be a part of. So you can just pray for us that God would, God would teach us that we would be humble learners in the midst of this. So those are, that's how you can pray for me. So to, to be clear, you're, you're still going to be here through at least October as you transition Oh, yes, through. yeah. And so this will not be the last time you will see Cody. And yeah, my plan is to make sure I'm just in the background looking like Sasquatch yes. so, in most of, most of my sightings. So, so we'll, there will be a lot of Cody sightings, and they will be, they will be real. Uh, so <laughs> one of the things we did at the 9 o'clock services, we listened to Cody's request for prayer, and we had those who were, who were elders or deacons or on staff or in the band or were close friends or once knew somebody who was plumber worked for Cody or kind of anybody who would like There's to There's a lot of plumbers on. that have yes. worked for me. Uh, so, uh, and I'd like to do that again. We did pray, and it was a really sweet time. Yeah. And so, so I would ask anybody who, who would fit that category, and that would be whoever wants to fit that category, come on up just for a moment. We did that at 9 o'clock, and it was really nice. And by the way, I, I was telling folks as they w- were coming up, you know, this is a time when a lot of us feel feel a, a great deal of uh, personal sadness at uh, losing uh, Cody up here. Uh, but then we recognize, if you look at New Testament, if you look at the Old Testament, uh, that is a pattern of, of folks who, who are called for a time, for a season with the gifts they have, and then they're called elsewhere. There's a different season in their life of ministry, and and we have to accept that. You see, you see that with Paul. You see that with some of the disciples and the apostles. So, so this is an inevitable thing, and, and we can grieve, clearly, and we can be saddened, but we can be encouraged because Cody's strength in the faith remains unblemished. He's seeking out how to best serve the Lord and his kingdom, and we should applaud that, and we should support that. So uh, let me say a prayer, if I can. Heavenly Father, you, you have gifted us with Cody and his family for five years, and we are so thankful for that. You created a a man of extraordinary gifts and talents, uh, and we've seen them on display as worship leader, as a musician, as a songwriter, as a singer, as a pastor, as a teacher, uh, as a mentor, as a discipler, as a friend, uh, and and all around just really good guy with a strange sense of humor, true, but 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 a really good guy who who perhaps is most notable for his commitment and his passion. To, to the distressed and to the disenfranchised and, and looking to serve them and respond to them the best way possible. And his ministry here has encouraged us, it has energized us, it has blessed us to be more attuned to what God would call us to do in this world. And so we're incredibly thankful for that. So, so we thank you, first of all. And, and secondly, we ask that in his new season of life that there be a robustness and a richness uh, in his new calling, that, that he find ways to grow in faithfulness and in wisdom and in revelation, and, and so that he do that with the help of your Holy Spirit, and also that he and Lauren will find joy, they will find contentment, they will find peace, they will find protection uh, as they trust in you and as they go about in their new tasks and as they work in their marriage and as they uh, parent their young boys. We ask for all of that uh, richly in their lives. Let them be blessed and let them continue to be a blessing to all of us. In your son's name we pray, amen. So show your appreciation for Cody and everyone up here.